Hello, I'm Tony, and welcome to the Tony Shap Show. Well, welcome back, everybody. This week, I have Antonio on the phone with us via Zoom. If you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it, I'm super excited to have him. I'm super pumped. I know we booked this a few weeks ago, and I couldn't wait to get him on here. We've been talking before. So uh, with, I just personally wanted to welcome you to the Tony Shap Show, Antonio. I'm glad to be here. Really looking forward to it. All right, let's dive right in. So what is your one word open that you could use to uh, let us know how you're feeling in this moment? Strong. Strong. Good one. Unique. <laughs> I love yeah. it. So to share with us about your business and, and, and about your personal story, Antonio, how, you know, how you got started, where you are today, and where you're going. That way, our audiences that are listening to this, they could be on the same page with you and know you a little bit more like the way I've gotten to know you. So uh, it all started back when I was born and, you know, no, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Yeah, no, no. So, um, so just, I, I think like anyone who likes to solve problems, um, I just started as that. I, I always had a lot of ideas. I've always had the, I love solving problems and I love that feeling of providing value. Uh, that's something that just feels genuinely good. And uh, it's something that allowed me to navigate my career from starting in product to uh, running my own sites, to working in growth marketing back in my Maynard days um, to founding growth roadmap. And uh, it just comes from that need of like, I really enjoy the process of finding a solution, like finding a problem and solving it. And uh, I feel like most people, those problems started with uh, challenges that I faced. So my current company, Growth Roadmap, came from my time as a content creator, uh, specifically on my newsletter, but then digging into social, so platforms such as uh, TikTok, which <laughs> we found each other. And um, it just came from, from that experience of, I feel like in order to truly solve a big problem or a problem that resonates with you, it requires empathy. And in order to get that level of empathy, you have to have founder founder market fit or what, or what they like to call it. But you need to know firsthand what that problem is. Some people, they don't need that. For me, I do need to be that person. And um, that is what led me to found my company, Growth Roadmap, which was the fact that as a creator, uh, there's so much work that needs to be done. But unlike a company, you don't have a team and not everyone has a David Dorvik budget right off the bat. So it was, how do I provide cost-effective solutions uh, to help creators grow their business? Because I'm very bullish on the fact that people are the new, the new brands. Um, and, and yeah, so that's how I found myself here so far. And right now we're just focused on uh, serving creators, um, not just like myself, both larger and smaller, but that's the current mission right now is uh, the creators that we serve. That's awesome. Audience, as you're listening to this, Antonio is a super humble guy. He, um, you know, he's got a great background. He worked for uh, VaynerMedia. I'm sure we've all heard of Gary V. So he's a, he's a, so Antonio is a highly capable person. He's a, he's a leading authority with what he does, but he's also, he's very humble and down to earth and he keeps it. So, I, which I appreciate and I respect that. So let's move right along to some wins. If you could share with us a recent win that you've had that is important to you in business context and also what you learned from it. So our audience could also have some takeaways too. Yeah, I think the, the biggest one is always, um, it's always that first customer. So uh, the idea of Growth Roadmap, uh, it originally started in the summer, but I had to lay off my team and, and shut down. Uh, the project just because uh shut down the business because i just 
we weren't bringing in money, we were struggling. So I had this idea from my experience working in consulting roles with creators um, and just talking with them. And I found out again that they needed help on content creation, content strategy. Um, and when I had that idea, I said, you know what, why don't I bring back that original vision of growth roadmap? And before I had this site, like I still own the domain, but before the site was set up for anyone to actually go and sign up on it, um, I posted on Reddit, on a, on a Reddit thread, uh, and I posted in that thread and I said, hey, uh, I have uh, a company um, that helps creators um, with their content creation, their video editing, uh, graphic design, that kind of thing. And uh, within six hours, um, I got uh, a request for someone that needed help. And within two hours, I had to redo the entire site on the fly. Thank, uh, shout out to Webflow for being just a great product. Um, and I ended up getting the first customer. And it was just, I think that's that scrappiness that comes with a startup. That was the first one. And I was like, wait a second, you know, an entire summer of trying to make something work, no traction, six hours, one post on a Reddit thread, you know, no paid spend. Uh, it wasn't even outbound email yet. It was simply a Reddit post. And the fact that that was able to turn into one customer, um, that was a big one. And I'm a big believer that if you can get one, you can get a million. hundred percent. So that was a three month, uh, overnight success within like six hours <laughs> or a three month, six hour success. Right. That's yeah. Really it, cool. it, it was crazy. It, it was crazy. I was like, what, wait, what is going on here? But you know, Hey, timing is everything and, and success isn't linear. So. Absolutely. And talk, let's talk about the other side of that. So what's, um, I know you kind of briefly touched on it. So what's something that you've done that, that didn't go so well and what you learned from it. So that way someone that's listening to this, if they're a founder, if they're an investor, that's advising to, founders or uh, they're just simply getting, looking to get into this space or, you know, for their business, so to speak. And what's that one thing that you did? And if you, by you sharing them with that, with them, they could avoid that pothole, so to speak. It's a, it's a little bit layer, but I would say one is hyper-focus um, and uh, being extremely focused. So I, I scaled too quickly. I had team members coming on doing things that I expected to do before we got our first customer. Um, mm -hmm. And I, I wasn't focused on start small. Like I, I, I said, you know what, let me just focus on one thing, one person, one sale at a time, uh, just in the beginning. And I, and I went through that process. I, I onboarded uh, the first client, went through everything myself so I can know where that pain point is. And I would just say, the one pitfall was that I was too, I was too scattered. I, I was thinking 10 steps ahead and we didn't even have a customer yet. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's, it's just focus. And I think that's something that's really hard, especially when you're a founder, uh, you're a CEO, you're in a, a leadership position is that you have such a grand vision. Um, and I'm fortunate that I was able to attract people for that, but I didn't have the focus in order to successfully lead us to where I know we could have gotten. No, I love what you said, because th that's going to be huge for a lot of people if, if they're listening there to that. And, you know, I talk to entrepreneurs and we fall in love with our process, and, <laughs> you know, right. And then on top of that, they get so fixated in like office space. I've brought this up before many times and VCs agree with it too. Like they don't have the revenue or they don't have the headcount, but they're like looking at new office space. Like, dude, <laughs> don't do that. Like, yeah. and, and, and I'm, I'm, I did that too in the beginning, like. <laughs> I remember calling my accountant. My accountant's like, Tony, I'm going to hang up the phone and get back to work. Like, you're not going to the office. You don't need double space. So yeah. you're right. So that's really great. So cool. So let's talk about some. Um, so that 
the listener right now, they're wondering if they're wondering how you could help them or, or maybe a couple of wins that you've helped other people achieve by working with you. If you could share that with us, that would be valuable. Yeah. So uh, a lot of my experience is working with um, creators, but before that it was also on the brand side. So I worked with uh, a few direct to consumer brands, um, CPG brands, such as uh, as we move, uh, Sun Butter, but I, I would say it's the biggest ones I'm proud of um, come on the creator side because they're they're like the modern day small businesses. So uh, one uh, content creator, uh, influencer at the time with 400k followers, uh, we were able to get her to 700k followers uh, within a, a couple of months and grow her email list from zero to about 20,000 people. Um, and that was just uh, one, just digging through the data or the, the limited data there was, but it was just the, the system, the basics. And I would say those, those, that would be one of the most recent ones that I'm really proud of. And the others that uh, I worked early stage with a company called As We Move that um, recently um, is it, just crushing it. I don't, I don't want to disclose their numbers because they haven't, but uh, limited funding and they're, they're, they're pulling in, you know, uh, seven figures. Um, and it was just help getting their foundation together. Um, and, and that those are the biggest things is I'm more of a systems and a content guy. Um, and hence why I, I make so much content. And I think that's where the biggest opportunity now is brands and both people are realizing that in order mm -hmm. to cut through the noise, in order to grow, you, you need content. Um, whether that's content supported by paid media or organic content, it all comes down to what is that storytelling element um, and how do you weave that in a way that not only acquires, but nurtures and converts. Um, and that's just something I'm really good at is that I, I know how to make content. I do it myself. I'm a practitioner and I really help my clients like narrow that in. Here's how you make content. Here's the content you need to be making. Here's what the audience wants. And here's how you turn that into, uh, into purchases or signups or whatever the KPI is. Awesome. Speaking of acquisitions. So talk to me about how you're acquiring new clients right now. So right now, so uh, we, the one, a lot of Reddit posts, um, but the other is a lot of outbound email and not just, um, not just kind of like your typical, Hey, uh, buy my product buy like sign up for my service. It's uh, uh, going through um, uh, targeted profiles that I've set up based on my market research and reaching out and engaging with their content and actually doing it's, it's doing unscalable things. Um, and a scalable method. So it's doing a lot of uh, research on accounts before going out to them and then uh, reaching out to them via email. So account-based marketing, but the account in this regard are creators. Uh, so uh, a lot of those meetings, a lot of those, that interest is coming uh, strictly from email, but it, it's again, it's through those unscalable uh, parts of the process of just you know engaging with content, finding if people are right fit. Do they, do they fit the target client? The, the target customer profile um, and then just doubling down on that. Awesome. Can we talk TikTok for a second? <laughs> Absolutely. That's how okay. we talk. Yeah, I know you're crushing it. So, but for business owners that I try to have a conversation about TikTok, first of all, you know, sometimes people just discount it or if they don't understand it, they just put it aside or it's over their head, which, hey, mm -hmm. I respect that, whatever it is. Um, and that's what a lot of people said about Facebook and Instagram. And now, yeah. you know, they're, spending 30 grand a day on ad spend on just FB. So, and I've been, but you know, and I try to tell those entrepreneurs, like you don't have to understand it to win business from it, right? Or to add value. So, but specifically talking TikTok, 
what's your experience been like for TikTok, first of all? And then second of all, for that, for that influencer listening, um, you know, how could they use TikTok if they were to work with you to take it to the next level or a business owner? So um, I, I'll give out the secret sauce um, and a few creators might be upset with me, but the one thing about TikTok is um, it's extremely easy to grow organically. Uh, and if anyone who knows how it is playing in the Facebook and Google land is it's expensive. So you can grow organically. And, and while, um, while, while you might grow organically, you just have to really know your product. So is your product relevant to a younger audience? Um, and, or which is now a fast growing demo on TikTok is the, the 40 and up range. So it's not, it's not just for kids dancing. It's just one of those opportunities of you need to diversify your acquisition channels. And TikTok is one of the most impressive, um, channels that I've seen, uh, as of late. And I feel that it's a, a tool set that any brand should be using to reach a new audience or to at least grow and transfer that following to their other channels. That's the other thing is like, you don't have to, the, you don't, you shouldn't look at one channel as just being a cash cow. It should be, how do I establish my brand on this channel? Is there a way for me to collect emails? Is there a way for me to uh, collect phone numbers? Uh, you know, what can I use as a way to point traffic to my website? And TikTok is that. Uh, and the best part about it is you can go from zero to a hundred followers overnight. Uh, you just, you have to get on the platform and you just see a lot of brands that don't do that. The other aspect is there are a lot of creators um, or people who weren't initially creators that have become influencers overnight and they have no idea what they're doing on the platform. They're not sure yet. They want to build relationships with brands, but there aren't brands that are actually reaching out to them. So there's an actual, there's an influencer arbitrage opportunity of going out onto the platform and reaching out to people with highly engaged brands, um, not only to bring your brand top of mind, but you can own that link in bio real estate. So it's creating relationships that ultimately all drive back to your brand. And a lot of marketers, founders, they, they live in the lens of Facebook and Instagram ads. But the unfortunate truth now is that, well, not the unfortunate truth, the great truth is that uh, there are organic opportunities. There are other channels that can be really profitable and TikTok is one of them. You just, you have to get on there and test. Um, and I, I think that's the, the one opportunity that brands are severely um, underestimating. Definitely. And if some if influencer or brand or wants to go on TikTok, would you be able to help them with that? Absolutely. I, I work directly. So while I still work on, um, I'm growing growth roadmap, but I still advise uh, influencers. So uh, people with a million followers uh, looking to connect with brands. Uh, I negotiate those brand deals for them. So I know the space, I know the rates um, and brands would be really surprised that uh, uh, there's a big opportunity to partner with influencers. Uh, influencers want to part with the brands and, and brands just need to reach out to them. Um, but you, you just, you have to know what you're looking for uh, when it comes to picking the right creators. That's really great because if it's if I'm a brand and want to connect with the influencer, I would come to you, cut cut out the third party, right? And then cut you can the just third. connect. Yeah, there's yep. there's all these third party platforms that connect the publishers and the you know the advertisers where you could just yeah. And enough that's, said. More, that's more money, you know. You, you yeah. third party needs to take a portion of that, so it, it's just you don't you don't want to you want to own the relationship with your influencers. You don't want someone else having to talk to them on 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 other terms, you want to own that process as much as possible. And there are a lot of people who want to have that connection with brands. Uh, so it, it's, it's, it's an opportunity. Beautiful. So how could our listeners get a hold of you if they want to reach out to you? 
so if you want to get in touch with me, um, uh, you can definitely shoot me an email. Follow me on Twitter. Pretty active. My Twitter DMs are some of the best ways to get in touch with me. Um, and then uh, I also have a newsletter, so you can sign up for that and uh, and shoot me a note. But uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter DMs, uh, and then just good old fashioned email. Um, I started email marketing, so I, you know some old habits <laughs> die hard. Yeah. But that that's those are the best ways to get in touch with me. Awesome. It'll definitely be in the show notes as well for those of you listening or watching. Um, so as we're coming to an end, sadly, uh, what's the one word close that we could wrap it up with before we sign off? Oh, the one word close. Um, experiment. Experiment. Um, it, it's just you, you're you not seeing a lot of brands want to test things out um, and their budgets are suffering. So <laughs> experiment and be open or experiment. And then just, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for coming on to the show and sharing that, those, those items of value that you gave us. It's a lot of huge ones that people are going to walk away with some solid values. So thanks again. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. Of course. Looking forward to having you back on here soon. Me too. Cool. Thanks. And there you go. I hope you enjoyed it and great to have you. And thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for the next episode. Till next time, onwards and upwards. <laughs>